Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Pizga Podcast, where we always recommend that you uproot your weeds with a shotgun. Today, we're going to be discussing the Spy Kids franchise, directed by Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I certainly think they're some of his best films. I think the second one might have waned a bit compared to the other two, but I, I definitely think he came in for the clutch with the third one. And since nobody cares about the fourth Spy Kids movie, we're just going to talk about Shark Boy and Lava Girl instead. <clears throat> so... I guess we should talk about Spy Kids first, just so we can kind of get that out of the way. So the fir- very first one... I can't even... Hold on. Does it... So the very first Spy Kids, that's where they first become the Spy Children, correct? Yeah. So... Yeah, that, that, the Wikipedia... The first, um... The first paragraph on the Wikipedia article reads Spy Kids is a 2001 American spy family film written, edited, and directed and produced (laughs) This man did all that Um, It says Robert Rodriguez, but everybody knows it's actually Martin Scorsese Co-produced by Elizabeth Avilon starring Antonio Banderas, Carla Gugino Alan Cumming Terry Hatcher, Sheets Marin, Danny Trejo, Robert Patrick, Tony Salhu. You sound Alexa like Vega. you're trying to advertise the movie with how many act- uh, famous movie actors ring a bell. Daryl Sabera? Wait, Sabera? Isn't that that like Italian fast food place? Or is that Sabaros? Yeah. Mike Judge. The first installment in the Spy Kids film series, the film was theatrically released in the United States on March 30th, 2001 by Dimension Films. It grossed $147 million worldwide. And its budget it holds was 35. A, it holds a 93% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. This film was not nominated for Best Fantasy Film at the 28th Saturn Awards, but lost to Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> This thing was in the same league as the Lord of the Rings movie. This is amazing. It, it was Spy Kids. It, make, it makes sense. You take children and you make them spas. Wait, Junie, Junie's real name is Gregorio? Oh, no, that's the mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... If I'm remembering correctly, the basic plot is that the mom and dad are opposing spies. Wait a minute. And then they get hitched. Mm. But then they're still spies, right? Yeah. Then somehow they end up getting captured on some sort of loop-de-loop bench. I don't know what that was all about. There are... I... <laughs> oh yeah, there's thumbs. No, no, I'm no, just gonna no. say it. I watched... Okay. I watched the first three films... When I was really little, on when it aired, it's the same experience. Be watching like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies because everyone originally saw them on TV and then DVD and like theaters. I have never seen any of the Spy Kids movies physically. It's always been televised. I kind of lied about that. I kind of lied about that. I did 
have all of them released, but I don't remember. And if I did, it was again when I was really little, and I th- that did in my house. Where it is? I remember the only watching. Thing... Oh, sorry. I would have watched it on like that my old CRT television that my parents, because like, oh man, okay, because like my parents have never actually upgraded from like those really old CRT televisions, so like. Time, that's all I had until I think it was it wasn't that long ago or well in hindsight when I was like 10 or something my parent um my my parents just got like you know generic 4k television from Sony which is always used and I remember being because like a couple months earlier I had a cousin um he gifted me a Wii which was by this point already dead console, but I didn't care. I was just happy to have my first console. And um, mm. I'm sad because it was not compatible with an old CRT television. Oh, yeah. That's like. Okay, is, I'm trying to remember. Is This is a movie with the thumbs, mm-hmm. right? The thumbs? Well, they all have thumbs except for the fourth one, I think. Yeah, the thumb people. Also, this is the movie franchise that has camel poop. That's all I remember. The thumbs and camel poop. No, camel poop is the second one. Booker oh, is that okay? Is this the one with the giant inflatable life vests that make them look really fat? No, it's the second one. <laughs> then what's the first one about? Wasn't it about? Them? Isn't there? Like we really should have rewatched about. <laughs> Isn't there one scene about Spy Boy um, and and his drawings or something? Oh, this is the one with the TV show. <gasps> Foops Foolies or something. I have no idea. Yes, this is the one where there's like a children's television show. I mean, I can. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's right. coming back. They had a kids TV Okay, so the, like yeah, they had show they were, or something. It was a normal just, show, and then if you played it backwards, it would be like help us. And me, as like my five-year-old, was like mentally messed up at the thought of that because I don't know why. This is the kind of thing that gets me deep thought as a five-year-old. Yeah, aren't they like a bunch of? Weren't they all like a bunch of like kidnapped people? Yeah, yeah. And, they were, and they were turned to like. Okay, a- was it? So the parents work for organization of super spies, OSS, doing desk work. I have no idea of their parents' previous career. Gregorio and Ingrid are called back to the field when agents go missing. Right. So they get left in the care of their uncle Felix. Is that the one that's Danny Trejo? Because mm-hmm. he that suspects guy. that the children's television host, Fegan Floop. Kidnapped the agents and mut- kidnapped them and tr- mutilated them into fooglies, creatures on his show. Right. So, like, the their house gets assaulted by ninja thumbs. What? <laughs> you do not remember that. I do, I So, do. it's life-size, they're life-size characters, right? It's all CGI, but every single one of their appendages is just a big thumb. All five. I mean, so like the best thing that could ever exist in my humble opinion. I mean, you can disagree. 
but you should not disagree because if you disagree, I will come to your house and kill you. The only thing I can honestly remember about this movie of any significance is that some guy gets his face all like mutated at the end of it and it just stays like that. But he's not the bad guy. What? Oh, yeah. No, like he was the bad guy. He wasn't I think it was like he guy. thought he. I think he it was he thought he was the guy. Let me see. Isador Machete Cortez. That's Danny Trejo. My bad. Yeah, the one that gets his face mutilated at the end is Minion. Oh yes, he's the actual bad guy. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the bad guy, but he was actually the bad guy the whole time. <laughs> Let me see. That one line. Oh, the Cameron's here. Like... Say hi, Cameron. Bye. Minion used to work. Minion used to work for the OSS, but was fired after Gregorio reported him for tampering with the Third Brain Project. What the? Heck? Okay, we probably really should have rewatched these before. I still remember them. The third brain project. You just you topic last night at like ten o'clock, and well, yes, I did have the time to watch it. My parents don't know that. They don't know Spy Kids. That's yeah, sad. They don't know that I go to bed at one. They assume I go to bed at like eleven. Mm-hmm. Some reason I just can't go to bed at I went to sleep at six because I joined a random Yubo call. What is Yubo? I don't even know. I started it yesterday and like. How do you join the call if you don't know what it is? <laughs> I just said, hey, let's be friends because it's like that. It's supposed to be like a friend making app. That's gross. Know, it's why the? F- why would it you ended join? Up being not terrible. And it turns out I found people that live near me. So. Hot man. So Spy Kids good. 2. Alright, the only thing I can remember about Spy Kids 2 is the guy with the broken glasses who's like, do you think God stays in heaven because he too fears what he oh, has created? Try to be deep. And um, and also, like, the when the little girl that looks like Hannah Montana falls in the camel poop and she's like, camel, camel. poop? Something <laughs> I remember about just a moment. That's the only thing wait, I can remember. Wait, I remember like, like two things. things. I remember the opening scene where like the glasses have like names on them, or like nicknames or whatever. Like he, he pushes in his he, glasses and it says "cool guy." The island of lost dreams. Now fully fledged spy kids, Carmen and Junie Cortez are back for another James Bond <laughs> adventure. Do you know that they have video games? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there were Spy Kids video games. It's called um the first one's called like Spy Kids Challenger, okay. and it was on the Game I know Boy we Advance. I can't go on the podcast, but we are all doing this later. Like, okay, yeah. what what consoles are they on? Because I, I can I can I can pirate it for you. Wait, no, I can't. I cannot condone piracy. It is not advertiser friendly. I can completely legally buy the game and then it use some sort of ROM drive to put it onto my computer to make it completely legal and okay. Oh, they have a couple of PC games. Oh, if that's the case, then maybe I can buy it legally. Unless they're really old. Wait, games. weren't you going to they're buy it legally anyways? Game over. The newest adventure series. 
their newest mission takes them to a distant island where they take on a mysterious man and his imaginative creatures. But this time, they also have to fight the forces of rival Spy Kids siblings, Gary and Gertie Giggles. Gertie Giggles? You know what? You know what? I know what the topic is Spy Kids, but can we talk about the B-movie today? No. Oh, another day? Probably. I want to play the B-movie game, that's why. Because I have okay. the B-movie game. You guys want to watch the B-movie musical? That's a thing. Yeah? Absolutely. That's not a thing, is it? Yes, it is. It's called You Like Jazz. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Spy oh Kids 2 currently has a 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb, a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 4 out of 5 on Common Sense Media. What the heck is Common Sense Media? Is that like the parents? Is that like parents stuff? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, er, this movie turned my child into a free thinker. That they're an individual. Also, for some reason, one of the creatures on the Spy Kids 2 was that guy who looks like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What do you mean looks like? What? Okay, so in the in in the Mummy movie, I think it's probably actually the sequel with Brendan Fraser. There's a scene where an entirely CGI character played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson comes out as a scorpion centaur. Oh yeah, I've seen it. But for some reason, the CGI character still uses the likeness of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But it because just looks really the... bad. But isn't that because of the first Mummy movie? I have no idea. Anywho, like, this guy, for some reason, is just making all these crazy mutated creatures, and... So basically, the first one, if you boil it down enough. This one was kind of boring. No, it's basically just the first one, because I all deal with, like... Some dude making, like, experiments on, like, genetics... I guess the only difference is that this one has Hannah Montana. Yeah. And this time their parents aren't in danger. I clocked out for a minute, and then, they and then I danger. came back, and now we're talking about Hannah Montana? What? Okay, so for, okay, so do you remember when I was talking about how they have to deal with rival Spy Kids siblings? The little no. girl. Okay, so in the second movie, they have like these rivals called oh, okay. Gary and Gertie Giggles. And Gertie <laughs> Giggles... Is played by young Hannah Montana. No. Oh, I was wrong about that. She was in the show Hannah Montana. Maybe I'm thinking of something. Oh, yeah. Her name was. uh, I want to be sure. Emily Osmond. Emily Osmond. Nice. I don't know what's happening. Her name in the show was. I thought for some reason I thought she was him. No, no. Her name was Lily Truscott. Okay, right here it says by the beginning of the film, the Office of Strategic Services, <laughs> or OSS, has developed a fully ch- child spy program, which thirteen-year-old Carmen Cortez and ten-year-old Juni Cortez are agents. Wait, he's ten. By the second one. No, there's no way he's ten. Even though they were the first members of the new Spy Kids division, they were not considered the top Spy Kids. 
that sucks but i mean it makes sense if you're the first one to set the bar but eventually do become the top Oh yeah, she Carmen has a crush on Junie. I mean, <laughs> we're not we're not opening that can of worms today. I mean, Gary. I think I she Gary. likes him. Like yes, no, like the other way around. Like what's her name? Gertie. Gertie likes Junie. I'm pretty sure. Well, that kind of falls through by the third one, doesn't it? No. Actually, she still likes him. It's just that, what's it called? He doesn't pay attention to her, ever. Huh. Is that just a running joke that goes on? No, it's sort of like a subtle thing where, like, you can tell she kind of scale up. Is it like that really annoying trope in anime where... Girl gets mad that guy isn't picking up on the hint? And so when Guy asks to elaborate, he just she gets mad. Yeah, scenery type thing. Yes. No, it's more of like she likes him. He doesn't like her. That's it. Nice. She just said, "Oh well," and then just that—that that was it. Boy meets yep. boy meets girl. Girl likes boy. No. The <laughs> <laughs> just no. Okay, so let's continue down the plot. Alright. <clears throat> and Okay, so they face particularly difficult competition from Gary and Gert Giggles, who are the children of the double-dealing agent Donegan Giggles, whom they saved from the previous film. So he was an agent, I guess it's double-dealing, and he was one of the people that they saved in the last film. So Carmen has a crush on Gary, which strains her relationship with Junie. At a gala event, Donakin hacks into the teleprompter, which the president was reading from, and is named director of the OSS. Yeah. Wait, what? I just, I just got a fight ensues when a, what? A, what? Fi- what? a fight ensues what when a, a fight ensues when a group of Magna men arrive and render all adults unconscious. They are spy kids. Yes. They are after the transmooker. <laughs> A highly coveted device which can shut off all electronic devices. Wouldn't that also shut itself off? It's like an EMP. But anyways, Junie recovers yeah, it, but dro- Junie recovers it and drops it when Gary tries to take it from him. Gary then blames Junie for the loss, resulting in Junie being fired. <laughs> I'm pretty sense. sure they would have like arrested him right there on the spot. In his plan, to, in his new plan position as director, Donakin can carry on his with his plan to steal the Transmooker so he can rule the world. Apparently, because somehow, if you just turn off all technology, the world just bows to you. I guess because guns are definitely electronic. Um, Rudo. The next morning, Carmen hawks into the daddy database and reinstates Junie as an agent. So, what was the point of him being fired? If literally the next morning they just hack into the database and reinstate him, that was like an issue that he had with it. He's like, no one's gonna believe that. Uh, they take a mission meant for Gary and Gertie to recover the transmooker. She and Junie use some hints. 
she and Gina use some hints from Alex Alexander Minion. So the guy from the last movie got his face mutated. And follow the trail to a mysterious island where all electronics refuse to work. Gary and Gertie, meanwhile, are sent to the Gobi Desert and while trying to pinpoint their possession, manage to fall into a pit of camel feces, whereupon they swear <laughs> revenge. Does it say camel feces? Uh, I want to read that again. Gary and Gertie, meanwhile, what, what is are this sent podcast? to the... Just reading the Wikipedia article. Pretty much. Yeah, basically. They're sent to the Gobi Desert. And while trying to pinpoint their position, managed to fall into a pit of camel feces, whereupon they <laughs> swear just, revenge. We should have just, just uh, like, uh, fired Bren Daniel to do it instead, like he did the whole P.V.V. script. Because that would have been satisfying to hear. Hello? Shortly. Alright. Yes? Felix Short- Gum. Shortly after arriving, Carmen and Juni meet Romero, a lunatic scientist who has been attempting to create genetically mutated miniaturized animals. So he can make a profit by selling the animals to kids in miniature zoos? I have a feeling. Imagine like a 10 year old accidentally like crushing okay. one of those. Whoever made this franchise, I just. There's no one's supposed to see you. Good job. But the drug jokes what? have to be made. What were you on when writing this? Hello? Uh, yes. Uh, on, on planet Earth, sadly. On that special kind. Well, I mean. And I don't judge. I don't judge. I do drugs all the time. He had an experiment go wrong after pouring growth concoction onto the mutated set of animals. Why did you have growth concoction if you're attempting to shrink them? It's a kid. So he's trying. He's trying. Yeah, they always have to have a way to undo it because well, the villains always have to have a way to undo it because it's it's a kids film. But then shouldn't the then shouldn't shouldn't the um. Shouldn't the potion not necessarily be a growth one, but more so one that just reverses the effects? Like, why doesn't he just pour milk on him, you know? Milk- everyone knows that milk nullifies all potions. No, it doesn't. It just nullifies the effects, not the potions themselves. Well, there you go. That's the only thing that matters about potions, is the effects. So... It's arbitrary. It's not like it's not like mixing hot water and cold water. It's like mixing lava and dry ice, where it's just more really hot and really cold at the same time instead of warm. Okay, this next sentence is a whirlwind. Carmen gets captured by a spork, a breed of flying pig, where she is dropped into its nest with a Gertie, who reveals to her that Gary is genuinely evil. Is this Lord of the Beans? <laughs> Carmen changes her feelings for Gary after he tries to kill Junie. <laughs> Who are we talking about again? What? So, it took the sister, the fact that her crush was trying to kill her brother, to not want to be crushing on him anymore. What are those names, though? Romero has been encouraged by Junie. Finds out that his creatures are much friendlier than he thought. Carmen and Junie eventually find and recover the transmooker and are surprised when they are joined by their family, who were informed of their disappearance. A group of them is confronted by Donigan, who trakes the transmooker and attempts to destroy the Cortez family, but it malfunctions. <laughs> Gertie reveals she sabotaged it and threatens Donigan with telling everything to her mother. So does the mother not know that the father and son are evil? And why does the daughter know if she's such a liability? 
The president and his staff arrive on the island. <laughs> the president. Donegan is fired no, by no, the president. No, 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 okay. I want you to look up. Who is the president? I have no idea. But, okay, I'll wait. do it myself. I'll do it myself. Obama? Uh, I'm trying to look. Christopher McDonald as the president of the United States. McDonald, guys, they've taken over. McDonald's has taken over. Okay, so the president. What? Donegan is fired by the president and his daughter. Huh? Gary is temporarily disavowed, and Gregorio is anointed director of the OSS and by Alexandra on her father's behalf. Even though he is offered a promotion, Juni resigns due to impersonal treatment he received by the OSS after being framed. As the Cortez family leaves the island, Romero gives Juni a miniature spider monkey as a gift. All of the island's inhabitants bid farewell to the Cortez family. In a presumably non-canon post-credit scene, Machete holds a concert featuring Carmen with a microphone which auto-tunes her voice and a belt that helps her dance. And Junie has a guitar that plays itself. <laughs> Amazing. This is a cinematic masterpiece. Honestly, I, I don't even know. Wow, that was okay. That is that is great. That, that is just great. That was stupid. <laughs> All right. Now we're actually getting to the good stuff. We're gonna go ahead and skip. Wait, hold on. No, uh, I'm thinking of something else. <clears throat> so, uh, what is what's next? I'm trying to remember. All right, the third one. All right, Spy Kids Three is my favorite Spy Kids movie, hands down. Just because of how sheerly absurd it is. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's not really saying much when it's spy kids, but like, they go all out on this movie. They're like, you know what? Let's not even bother building sets. Let's just make the entire movie green screen, you know? <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, hold on, is Jonathan still here? Chino. No, he's gone. Wait, yeah, he's still here. <clears throat> okay, so Spy Kids 3. I don't need to look up the Wikipedia article for this one. So, Spy Kids 3 is about. For some reason, it is about. Oh, it's, it's just me and you. It's just you and me. Spy Kids 3 is about, so, it continues with... Alright, I'm, 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 I'm... What is this name? What is his name, Suchu? His name is a link to Discord. Wait, let Discord me see. Discord link for the, uh, President of the United States picture. Anyways, I looked it up, and the President of the United States in Spy Kids 2 is Christopher McDonald. Yeah, I told everybody that like ten minutes ago. Oh well, you see, I was out. So yeah. Anyways, uh, Spy Kids three. I have things to say about it. Basically, it's about game game over. That's it's it. the best Spy Kids. It's gamer. Movie. It's gamer. That's that's even... what it is. It's just it's just gamer. That's what's special about it. 
All right, we're gonna talk about the spurt, the third Spy Kids movie after the break. Didn't they so like want to spend like a whole bunch of money, so they just we're gonna talk about it alone. after the break. Oh gosh, so we're gonna talk about it after the break. Or are we gonna talk about it after the break? Probably. Yo, can okay. we talk about the un- the uncle real quick? No. <laughs> So it's it's your commercial break. Uh, can you guys give me ideas real quick? I don't I don't have I don't have inspiration. Hey, how's about how's this idea? Oh, try to sell me an try to sell me an Apple iPhone because I know how oh so much you love Apple products. Oh, oh. Hey, do you like commercials (laughs) that start with the word hey? Well. How many are there? I actually want to know now. Well, get ready for the for the Hey Commercial Maker, where you can make any commercial you want, starting with Hey, do you like? And then as some sort of introduction with our patent pending um ma- uh maker, it'll be super easy to get uh, to get it get it working. All you need to do is sign up for the link. Put in your mom's credit card number and social security <laughs> number, and just get uh, get and um, wait wait till we send you the uh, email you the maker. It's not it's not it's so powerful it can't be online. You have to, but like we all um, because of the cops we can't actually like list it there. We have to we, uh, for some reason for legal reasons that cannot be explained. We have to you have to we have to email it to you. If Thanks for the idea for a story. There's absolutely no technical support involved, so if you don't get it, screw you. And it's kids, probably an error. don't Just forget try to put the three security numbers on the back of the card, as well as the expiration date. Actually, oh, don't God, do that. You can only pay by a direct bank transfer or Bitcoin. <laughs> Spy Kids 3. Oh boy, Spy Kids 3. I don't even need to look up the arc- Wikipedia no. for this one. So Junie, having been greatly disgruntled at the fact that he was basically framed at the end of the last movie, despite being offered a promotion, decides to quit from the OSS and basically start his own private eye system. Despite using pretty much all of the technology that he got from being a part of OSS. That's regardless. So, the movie begins with, I have to say, probably one of the most genius cinematic scenes. So, Junie is kind of trying to discover why a water park has lost all of its water. And he goes to meet with the owner's daughter. And they're discussing, and he says, Well, I finally figured it out. And he takes a sniff of his cigarette. I know why. There's no more water in your water park. And she says, why? And he says, it's closed for the winter season. I wish I... <laughs> so Gomez. I forgot to say that. <laughs> he 
he's talking to iCarly. Wait, that's not Selena Gomez. Yes, Selena Gomez is like Wizards of Waverly Place. That's where that's Miranda Cosgrove. No. What? what? No, I said Miranda Cosgrove is iCarly. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no, Selena Gomez is the girl, like the girl from the water park. Yeah, she's the girl from the water park. Anyways, he finally has enough money from his private eye system to go and buy this new VR video game. Which was so ahead of the times at the time. Like this was like what two thousand five. Virtual reality was two thousand three. Virtual reality was barely even a concept at that time, right? Well, no, because was that when did the did the Virtual Boy already exist? Well, the Virtual Boy was before the N sixty four, and that was in the nineties, yeah, right? And that was. It might have taken its inspiration from the Virtual Boy, which for those who for those、uh, casualties that. Don't know because it's a really obscure thing. Yeah, for those normal、Red. people that that don't know what it is, it's um the Virtual Boy was Nintendo's attempt at making a VR system back in the nineties. It was absolutely terrible. It was like a red headset that you can look it up now, but it was like a red headset thing that would only ever show graphics in red and white. Not black. It was and white. red and it was red and no、black. red and black. Red and black. It was, it was reported to give you, people that used it legitimate headaches if you use it for longer than thirty minutes. It can cause actual damage. It, it didn't have a good library of games except for I think it was one Wario, Wario Land game was pretty good on it. And the entire mechanic is that it had a background and foreground section, but the mechanic wasn't even good, and it wasn't even real virtual reality. It was the equivalent of three D. No, it was the equivalent of putting your phone in a cardboard box and just putting it in your face, like that weird, that weird concept for a movie watching device. You know what I'm talking about? It's on Kickstarter where like it's basically、yeah. just for your phone where you watch movies. It was basically that. I much think worse. watching. Wait, so like the movie is filmed in 360 degrees? No, because the movie was just a normal movie, and the entire thing was just a hood. You would, moving around your head would not actually change the scenery. I'm pretty、That's、sure with some of them it, it was, did. Yeah, but like stupid. The point of it is just you watching a movie. It's you don't have to use your hands and you don't have access. To, it, was, it was it's a terrible idea. The only thing I could maybe think of is like having a virtual reality movie theater, so you can still get that experience somewhat. Yeah. But like that—that that was how the Virtual Boy was. It was just a screen and goggles. It, there was no motion sensing, so it couldn't actually replicate three to you know the virtual reality as it is now. And that's why it was ahead of its time, because nowadays we have a VR legitimately. Like VR exists. It's great. I would love to experience it. It's just expensive as heck. I've only ever done VR like twice. Anywho. Back to Spy Kids three. So he's gonna go buy this game, right? He's getting in line, and then I forget what happens, but、he、I think he like he sees a charity and he feels bad, and so he trips and falls like a total geek. Oh yeah, he thinks he's he feels like he, I think he's like deciding to like go look over at the charity to see if he wants to donate, and he trips and falls and drops all his money. Yeah, you know, I'll look to <clears> see <throat> if I want to donate. You he know, trips and drops、like、all for some.、Citizen. For some reason, he's just carrying all his money in a piggy bank. Apparently, everyone、Why? is doing it. Oh yeah, so it breaks. I think some people steal his money and his spot in line. No,、so、his money、doesn't... flies away. Oh, that sucks. 
Wait, who puts dollar bills in a piggy bank? It's mostly <laughs> coins, anyways. Who puts dollar bills in a piggy bank? <laughs> Me? I mean, I put dollar bills in a piggy bank. Why? If it's like a long-term piggy bank, yeah. Okay, now I have a okay. wallet that says, Dab, drugs are bad, because that's hilarious, but... But why would you put... Alright, you put the dollar awesome. bills in your wallet and the coins in the piggy bank. No, because why it's just easy because for kids that don't have a wallet, it just makes sense to put everything in one place. They would yeah, a lot your of bank kids account. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, time for a file. Do you guys not do you guys not have like I mean, okay, it's technically like a teenager one, but do you guys not have a bank account? I'm I'm sure I, have a easily I have a teenager one, but I don't think those existed yet. And again, kid. Okay, well, how old so was he supposed to be? Twelve. So Jen, so Junie is really, really stupid. <clears throat> well, I mean, he's a ginger, so. So be, well, only thing that would be worse is if they were blonde. So. So then the girl with the rotating hair shows up at his clubhouse, and she's like family and then she leaves sorry what then the he gets with called the rotating hair okay so like gertie has pigtails that can spin so fast she can fly like an attack helicopter <laughs> make makes sense makes gertie you identifies so suit you. Helicopter. yeah you know what yeah yeah i need to learn that technique i'm gonna, I'm gonna hit her up you know see what see what happens wait okay I, so then she after she talks to him attack helicopter so then yeah. after she talks about how important family is for some reason, she flies away in the same shot, literally just reversed. So she's flying in reverse <laughs> when she leaves. Then he gets called by the president of the United States. He's like, Junie, the OSS needs your help. Isn't it George Clooney? <laughs> I think it might be George Clooney by the third one. Anyways... Sylvester Stallone plays like seven characters, including the news reporter who's talking about. So he oh he yeah plays the, he plays he plays the bad he plays not just the villain but all of the villains because so, there's multiple. So he just for, plays all of them. So for some reason, the toy maker is trapped within this game that he created. I have no idea how that works, and he also plays a news reporter who. Is reporting on the game. Makes sense. And like he has all of these, like you know, he has like the three cronies who explain to him like what he should do. But except they're all also played by Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> so it's just like six different characters all played by Sylvester Stallone. Anyways, Junie has to go into the game because her sister was still working for OSS and she like went missing. And so he's like, okay, and then it's like, please put on your 3D glasses so we may torture you with obnoxious in-your-face oh, yeah, effects. That's, that's that's what it was. The thing about Spy Kids 3 is that it wasn't Spy Kids 3, it was Spy Kids 3D! Oh! It was, as the entire thing was in 3D in the movie theaters, because 3D movies were like a new concept at, at the time, and movies had to abuse it, like this one. I... So like... I specifically remember the trailer for it, except I only remember the part where they advertise the 3D part, and, like, the girl sticks her hand out into the audience, and they're like, whoa! So he goes into the game, and he meets these really weird kids that, like, 
I guess, have been in the game for a long time. They're not kids. They're beta testers. They're, they're beta testers. No, they're, they're gamers. They're gamers. So for some reason, they know the game like the back of their hand, even though they're in the first level for some reason. Because there's like, only like three, isn't there? Yeah. There's <laughs> only like three levels. Spy kids, three levels. No, but it takes you like a while to get to the second level, doesn't it? But they know exactly how to. The second level is the moon for some reason. So they're like, you gotta hit that target, and it'll send you to the moon. It's like, okay. Straight to and the for moon. some reason, even though that's what he's supposed to do, when he lands on the moon, he loses a life. What? Because he falls on his face. But if that's, that's just bad game design. Like... That is bad game design. Right. Especially when the entire point of the game is to kill children. Wait. Why is it a full game? Why isn't it just... You enter VR and it just sits, puts you on a conveyor belt to fire portal style. Like it's not to so that's it's fair. not Come on. it's not to kill children. It's uh-huh. to distract them from it's to like hypnotize them to distract them from their parents. That's the, what the problem was. Is that once kids started but playing, why? they just couldn't kill the children. That's no, not, like, that's the just kill the children. It's not kill the children at that point. Sylvester like, Stallone what? is purple. The man <laughs> behind the slaughter. <laughs> Okay, so then he shows up on the moon, and they're like, "All right, Grandpa." For some reason, we cannot provide any more assistance to you, but you are allowed to bring in one person from the real world. And it's like, if they can just teleport people into the game, why didn't he? Why did he have to go? Okay, so then it's like, why didn't they call the police? So then they're they're they have the police. <laughs> yeah. So then he's so then he like lists a bunch of family members, and I kid you not. I kid you not. It comes to his no, grandpa. I'm explaining the scene. I'm explaining Why? the scene. So basically, he gets his gra- he summons his grandpa in, which is like, who is like normally very crippled and in a wheelchair. Wait, okay, so literally on his stats, on his stats for the grandpa, it says pros, superior intellect, cons, physically disabled. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. And it gets better because he's physically disabled and he comes in the game and because he's disabled, the game compensates by giving him macho robot armor. (laughs) (laughs) And then he can walk now. CGI body. The first thing he he does instead of helping Juni is go chase a butterfly on the moon. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then, and then what happens? And then he's just like, and, and then, <laughs> and then uh, Spy Boy is like, I'm gonna help find the toy maker. And then the guy's just like, Judy, the toy maker and I have worked for years, and I have been looking for him my entire life. Where, Judy? Go over there. Yo, imagine he teleports him, and he's like on the on like using the bathroom or something. <laughs> Would the toilet come, or would like, he just fall down? <laughs> no, no, the toilet is built in the robot armor. No, like, imagine he, like, calls Before up Machete instead. Like, imagine machete. he had called Machete instead, and Machete was, like, taking a shower or something. <laughs> Does he take I a lot of I think he showers? was. Like, think of... I really hope so. I really hope his clothes aren't under that robot armor. It'd be really hot. I never understand, I'll sense. never understand why Danny Trejo agreed to do Spy Kids. I mean, he did it before um, Machete, like the movies. And it's like, it's like theorized that he's playing the same character because it's the same name. Robert Rodriguez did make a trailer for him. 
hey, on another one of these episodes, can we just can we just do one about bad movies? Oh like, yeah, like, for sure. Food fight. Food fight. <laughs> okay, so then after this, food he fight. has to get into a giant robot mech duel <laughs> against the. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh yeah, he goes on like a gigantic <laughs> robot fight against some girl. Oh yeah, some girl. Who is Chino, yeah. No, not some girl. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, gamer Cameron, girl. you and me get it. You and me get it. Darling yeah, yeah, yeah. in the front. Klaxosuit. Okay. A gamer girl. And for some, a, 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 also for some reason, her robot is built like a woman. Of which, course. Why wouldn't again, it be? Why would, you gen- why would you have to gender <laughs> robots? Like, that's... <sighs> He beats her somehow, and then they're like, he got an upgraded power suit so he could control the robot, and the guy's like, thanks, keep the suit, and then just chucks him into space. <laughs> no, and then that girl returns, and then he's just, and then that girl is just Judy's boy, girlfriend from that point on. Yeah, so then they show up on a racetrack, and they're like, he must be the guy. Who's and the guy? for some reason, they're like, there's this whole thing about like this chosen one called the guy. Who's supposedly like the it, only person? Called the guy. Yes. Who's supposedly the one who's going to be able to defeat the toy maker and actually beat the game? Because the whole thing is that no one can actually beat the game for some reason. Like the last level is just inaccessible. Sao be like, oh my gosh, <gasps> oh my gosh, my kids so much just sort out online and just no, put that together. No, it's just a worse Ready Player One. I mean, no, I mean it's a better Ready Player One. My bad. The OG Ready Player One. Anyways. So, anyways, then, like, the actual the guy comes out. No, 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 we gotta talk about the race. Oh, So then the race happens, and then they're racing, and then Junie is getting absolutely clapped, and then he gets chucked off of his car, and he gets caught by his grandpa, who just rejoined him at some point, and is out on the race. He's like, you're supposed to be winning, Junie. So then he just up and yanks a kid off of his own car, drives away, and puts Junie on the car that was stolen. <laughs> you know what? That was the best option for a family member you could have brought, you know? Like, but the shot looks... Robot armor grandpa. But the shot lo- My grandpa's dead. I would have picked him. The shot is so funny, though, because they're all separate elements. So Junie is a separate green screen element. Grandpa is one. So is the kid on the bike all separate green screen elements so the kid on the bike just gets sucked into grandpa's arm because they never bothered to reshoot him actually moving. the funny thing is grandpa can go that fast but doesn't oh yeah that's true like he easily Anyways. caught up to him so why not Juni- put Juni on his bike I feel like okay this is a joke that was basically taken from the nostalgia critic but I have to mention it it's the fact that this entire movie seems like it could have been done over email, where each of the cast members just filmed themselves doing the <laughs> thing in front of a green screen, and then sent it over like and sent it over as an MOV file. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, I mean, it's probably true. It's definitely Spy true. My kids' three was filmed okay, during okay. quarantine. Exactly, it's perfect for a movie film during quarantine. Okay, um, what's next? Oh yeah, so Junie ends up winning the race. On a hubcap. And then for some reason... Okay, and then the next level is lava surfing. No, wait, no, 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 it's not. So they have to do this... So for some reason, you have to pick two people from your party, and they have to duke it out using large Q-tips. 
and oh whoever loses gets permanently eliminated no matter how many lives they have which raises the question what do you do if one okay one first of all what do you do if you were playing by yourself which is what most kids in the film are portrayed as doing two where is literally everybody else who's playing the game because at the beginning of the movie we saw that there was all these kids who wanted to play and so far we've only seen like five because it's in the beta testing phase so then why was it for sale because they were selling it and then they were going to release it like a day later (laughs) I don't know okay the The servers weren't online I don't know what to say okay no, that's a, okay. Okay, okay Austin, so Jenny, I get Jenny's it about now. To die. No, Austin, it's this. It's that no other kid made it to that stage before. The game was just so difficult that nobody they knew how to do it. gamers. Okay, so then exactly. Juni and then some kid who's wearing glasses that just look like... I don't even know. They, they look, look like, like a bra. It looks like the top of a bikini, yeah. Yeah, like, because the glasses go over his head instead of around for some reason, so it just looks really dumb. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so it's him. No, 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 no. Okay, so then, this is where it gets really stupid. Junie's about to lose and he gets knocked on his back, and he loses, get this, half a life. So he has 0.5 lives left. Then the girl, who's his girlfriend, is like, no! I'll fight. And then she, like, instantly dies. <laughs> and he's like, never even got her email address. And then the guy that killed her is like, well, you know. Oh, Why don't oh, they kill a gamer? Oh, okay. and then yeah, grandpa, bro, how could they do that gr- to a gamer grandpa girl? Puts his, grandpa puts his hand on the soldier. Puts his Grandpa puts his hand on Junie's shoulder and he's like, don't fall in love with the game, Junie. <laughs> <laughs> then they go lava surfing. <laughs> no, what, like, what kills me every time is like the guy that oh, yeah, killed her. Sister shows no, up again. The guy that killed her is just like, well, you know how it is sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, and then the sister just shows back up. Really murder your girlfriend. He's like, like well, you know, it's not. It's not like I have any purpose to be here. I'm just to be honest. Like, just taking an L for the team. Because, like, literally those three other kids it, never like, contribute anything. If you anything. lose all of your lives, do you die or do you just exit? I think it's, like, you just get kicked out and you can't play anymore. Yeah, you can't play ever again. That's... No, Which I say, like... you die in the game, you die in real life. So if you buy another console, can you keep playing or does it track your IP address? I don't know how that works. I mean, then just, then just use our sponsor, NordVPN. Are they actually our sponsor? VPN that can help me out. No. Okay, so then, so then what happens is that his sister has been missing for literally the entire movie. That's the reason he was in the game in the first place. Oh yeah, and don't they have telepathy? To take down the toy man? I guess. So then his sister just shows up halfway through the movie with a claw hand. Wait, 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 wait. If she was missing, then when, why doesn't she just lose all of her lives and get kicked out? Because she was still there. She was being held captive, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. That part also, like, it was so. I was. I, I have no idea what was happening because, like, her sister. The sister was, like, the main character for the first two movies, and then she's like, Alright, here's what we're gonna do. We're only gonna have her for the second half, and she doesn't contribute. I don't. Oh, and she's not no longer a spy kid. Now she's a spy teenager. Spy teen. <clears throat> spy teen. To 
be honest, that would have been a worse film. Then they, then they then they start surfing on lava, and then they screw up and accidentally fall in the lava, and then he's like, "It's cold." No, it's cold. Oh, I always thought it was it's warm. No, he's like the lava's cold for some reason, and then there's just a hole, and they swim through it. So I have no, I, I don't. Then they finally reach the entrance to the last level. Oh, the CGI and then... lava, I remember now, like when they're getting it off of them. Okay, I just want to remember. This is where like, the guy. Literally, the only part of that entire section that was actually acted by the guy's head is his speaking, and his head. The rest is all Oh, yeah, CGI. Grandpa's entire body is CGI. Like, they didn't make him a costume. Because it's all They didn't make him a costume like all the other kids. It was really funny. Because he's so like he reaches... foot. Yeah, so he reaches the last level. He reaches the last level, and they're about to enter. And they're like, all right, Junie, you're the guy. What do you do? And then Elijah Wood from the Lord of the Rings movies shows up. Who played? He's, he played like the main Hobbit, didn't he? And he's didn't like, he beat them out like the year before for best? Um... I guess he's like he's not the guy. I'm... I am. <gasps> so then Elijah Wood walks up to the entrance of the last level and just stands there. I guess it doesn't he look really do weird <laughs> because of like the way it's shot. Uh, the way he shoot it, they make it look like he's even taller than Grandpa for some reason because they all kneel in front of him and they size him up, which looks really weird because he's short in real life. He's like the same size as these kids, but the, he looks like a, he looks like an. I, mean, I think may, I think that's why they were able to get him on. They were just like, if you if you do this film, we will make you look super tall and super. Okay, yeah, but then he like, he has a hundred lives, right? He like walks up to the entrance of the level and just gets zapped and loses all of them in one. So he say like Wait, what? piece of cake. He's like piece of cake. So then he gets zapped by like the lightning bolt to the entrance of the level. Loses all of his lives. He's like, "Oops!" and then just dies, and never shows up again. I like. I like to imagine that that was actually just Elijah Wood. Like, but he was not a name. He like he. It was this the real life Elijah Wood. He was just a, is a pro gamer they shot, and just they bought shot the headset with a headset like, <laughs> on the green screen. No. So then. That, so it was just like the definition of pointless and then they walk up to like the entrance and I have no idea I forget what happens I think they like make it to the end I guess like he congratulates them on making it to the end and he's like there is no end oh yeah that's the thing but then the end actually end up finding the exit or something also it turns out that Junie's girlfriend is isn't real <laughs> Yo, she's just a 3D waifu. She's part of <gasps> no! the game, I'm pretty sure. He was the first of us. She was just a 3D waifu. They escape the game, and then Grandpa's like, "I don't want to leave, Junie. Here, I can walk." And then he's Light. like, "Yeah." So Grandpa, <laughs> Grandpa doesn't want to leave the game <laughs> because he doesn't so want to go back to being disabled. Apologies, Grandpa- I've returned. Anyways, um... So they they get to the exit, and Grandpa doesn't want to leave, because he doesn't want to return to the real world where he's disabled. Understandable. So then he's like, Junie, if I go back, you have to promise me that you will not look at me different, because I am in a wheelchair. Like, he's Joe Swanson or something. Hey. So then they leave, and then, like, this scientist guy is like... Did you ac- talk to the grandpa and he's like, did you accidentally release the toy maker? And the grandpa's like, oh, I released the toy maker, but it was no accident. Wait, is the toy maker the big purple thing? Yeah. No, well, toy maker is Sylvester Stallone. 
and he's controlling the big purple thing. Yeah. Because oh. here's the twist: the toy maker is the guy who put Grandpa in the chair, and he wants to bring the toy maker into real life so he can beat him up. <laughs> in a wheelchair. <laughs> you know what? So then, you know what? Joe Swanson's style like schizophrenia in this movie. I forgot. <laughs> I just got no, an email no, from Sandy of the it. video gamers. That's the entire movie. The movie isn't actually a plot. It's just, it's just Sylvester Stallone schizophrenia. <laughs> so just Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Too many hits to the head. <laughs> Ray, Rambo gone wrong. No, like it's the, it's they're all connected. Think it's about just... it. Like the entire thing seems like a drug trip. He entraps a bunch of little children, then wakes up, and some oh, no, lesson no, about it's family not, happens. It's not over yet. Like, okay, it's happened. not over yet. Spy Kids 3D is probably one of the stupidest 3D movies ever because you only put the 3D glasses on at certain times. So first, you, you're only supposed to wear the glasses while they're in the game section for some reason, which is just. Why? Mm. Then they get out into the real world, and it's like, there's all these robots roaming around downtown, like, Texas. I thought it was Washington. It looks like Washington, but that's just what, like, their capital building yeah, looks like. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So they're in downtown, like, Texas, and there's all these robots. Well, guess what? You can't see them unless you're wearing the 3D glasses! Oh my god. What like- you don't see the 3D glasses while you're in the movie theater? So then you you put the glasses back on and there's all these robots running around and they're like, we gotta call in every single character. And so like the, the bad guys Infinity in the movie shows up. Yeah, literally it's Spy Kids Infinity War. And then like the kid with the flying pig called like Bart shows up. And like with his like broken glasses and they're like, hey, we can only find 3D glasses that are broken in the exact same spot as the other one. It's like, they're the exact perfect. same shape too. And then some guy who owns a theme park called the Dinkster shows up. Oh, that's from like, Spike Kids too, as well. Yeah, and he's like a really big cowboy. And, and he's like somebody. Camel, ring. And then the okay. camel that made the camel Does poop. Does he brand one of the robots? I think so. So okay, so here's what happens. He's a cowboy wearing the most cowboy outfit ever, with like the big ten-gallon hat and the wide pants. He shows up to the battle, descending with an umbrella from the sky, chucks the umbrella. Grabs his belt and says, Somebody ring the dingster. <laughs> There's flower edits of him. I just this, remember that. That seven second clip. That seven second clip of him descending from the sky with an umbrella, chucking it, and then saying, Somebody ring the dingster. <laughs> There's a YouTube channel called The Daily Dingster. They take that second cl- sec- seven second clip and upload it every single day. <sighs> well, current- no, wait, wait, wait. Be right back. I'm gonna look that up. So I'm already on it, dude. They're on like day fifteen hundred. They're on like day fifteen hundred fifty-six or something, and it's just every day. Mr. What are they Dinkster. trying to accomplish? Nothing. It's just every day a seven-second clip of Mr. Dingster descending from the sky with an umbrella, then chucking it to the side, grabbing his pan- ban- grabbing his belt, and then saying, "Somebody ring the Dingster," and that's it. There's like edits of him. With like the heart emojis and like the flower edits, basically. But it gets okay, even okay. better. Give me a second, guys. Better. Give me a second. No, I want to mention the final climax fight. If you're on that part, can I mention it? Yes. Okay. So basically, for my corrupt memories, what happens is a uh, fudging wheelchair, uh, wheelchair grandpa goes up inside the robot and then has a fight with. No, 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 no. no. 
Here's what. Okay, so he doesn't fight him. He's like he makes everybody think he's gonna fight him, but then he walks in to the toy maker's like, lab. <laughs> he flies in. My bad. And then he, he he rolls up to him and he's like, "You realize what I can't do anymore because of that accident you caused, that where I'm stuck in this wheelchair." He's like, "I can't walk on the beach with my wife. I missed my daughter's birth and wedding." And I okay. How bad was the accident where you lost the ability to walk, where you missed your daughter's birth and wedding? I think it's because I think it's because both the wedding home and the hospital didn't have any wheelchair ramps. He couldn't get in the church to the wedding because there wasn't any ramps. Do you remember the wedding though? Like those are like events that are separated by thirty years. Were you in a coma too? Don't you remember the wedding? How hectic it was! Oh yeah. I don't think he wanted to be there. That was that was no. <laughs> so then he's like, "I forgive you, toy maker." So then the toy maker's like crying, and then he just turns off all the robots. And they all fall down. So dollars. then, and then like, okay, and then he like. Fu- in, in the most impossible anything. turn of events, like the robot they're in falls apart, and like just imagine you are in like you're just falling down from like the size of a skyscraper in a small area. Just like try to imagine it. Both of them somehow survive. Like no, 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 no. You want to know what happens? Grandpa rolls out on top of the robot rubble. Yeah. Rolls okay, out. Okay, and I just want to mention the last message. Because that's the most important part. All of this movie has been setting- Like, this entire event has been setting up with all of these different characters for one moment. Family. Yeah. And they all just say family. family. It's just like- it's literally just all the characters just stand up and say, family. For family. Oh my gosh, they got ripped off by Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious ripped them off. Like, they just, it's like the most BS ending possible. Like, no villain dies, they know nothing. It's just like everyone stands up. Spy Kids is single handedly, like, inspired some of the greatest movies ever. It inspired the epic crossover event of Infinity War. It inspired (laughs) the family centric themes of the Fast Fast and and Furious franchise. It inspired the incredible anime of Sword Art Online and the book Oh my gosh, the Dinkster The Dinkster is on 1,564. The Dinkster inspired um, Dim 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 Sale the Dim Sale Dim (laughs) The Dim Dome. And, um, I don't know, Terry Crews. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, the machete. Oh yes, that inspired the machete movies, even though they came out first. No, they didn't. Why was he called Machete in the first one? Because he was just- that's what he goes by. So it did inspire the Machete movies. Yeah. No, what else did it inspire? Um... Thumb. Thumb? Yeah, Spy Kids is is single-handedly credited as the inspiration for Thumb. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that was a roller coaster, man. That was yeah. amazing. We never talked about Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Girl. Look, That's very important. We can do it next time. Yeah, that'll be next time. All right, All right Cameron. Um, I guess we'll each go around. Next time on P. Cameron, wait, 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 wait. you ruined my dream journal. Okay, 
Everybody. Next time on Pizga Podcast. But doesn't Sushi look like that kid? Oh yeah, dude, Sushi looks like the main character from Shark I'm Boy. leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm gone. Like he, he grew like out his hair. Liam looks like the bad guy. Oh wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> say his name. Electricidad. Okay. Um. No, no. Liam, Liam is George Lopez. <laughs> we can't say his name. Okay, um... Put it out! Whoops. Okay, everybody go around and say their closing statements. Cameron? Um, no, no. We have uh, to end uh, off uh, with that line. We have to end off with that yet. line. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Everybody say their closing oh. statements. Cameron? Um, I... I... Okay, next okay. person. Jonathan. Okay. What is your closing statement? Okay. Okay. Suchi, what is your closing statement? Oh, that was gonna be it. He ruined my dream journal! Okay, um... Come on, you have to continue with Austin, come I on. I did not! Mr. Electric, send him to the principal's office and have him expelled! There we go. Alright, there you go. Now, you said you wanted to finish this off completely with something, Suchi. What was that? We just did. Oh. Okay, well, I gotta go break dance with my dog. See you, everybody. Okay. Bye. I'm gonna go play some Persona 5.